You're listening to the audio-only version of American RVer. To see the video podcast, go to AmericanRVer.com and click on the video link for the show on the homepage. You're tuned to American RVer. Nice to see you again. Most Class A coaches and many fifth wheels have slide toppers. Toppers can get worn and ripped after years of use, so we thought we would show you how to replace those worn out fabrics. Later in the show, we'll take you on a desert ride in a Razor Quad ATV and give you a short tour of the area near Acatillo Wells, California. And welcome to this edition of American RVer. I'm Jim Gritch, and there's been a lot of talk about replacing slide toppers on coaches on a lot of the forums out there. So we thought it'd be interesting if we uh, grabbed the coach and decided to change some of the toppers out there. Um, this is a, a 2006 Monaco Camelot that we're going to do this on. No, it's not our coach, but it's our friend Ron's coach. And uh, we're going to show you from point A to point Z how to change out these toppers. And it's not as hard of a job as you might think. Uh, a lot of people have been interested in maybe doing it themselves. So we're gonna give you some of that information. The toppers we're using are from Stonevoss, uh, which is uh, Chris Throgmartin. And he is out of Florida. He is about 50 miles north of Tampa, Florida. He has a great product. Um, and it replaces uh, most of the toppers that are out there. All I do is give him the dimensions of your topper and uh, he can create new toppers and the threads don't rot uh, the uh, the topper itself is waterproof uh, they're a great product so we're going to show you that today show you how to put them on show you how to take the old ones off and so i hope you'll stay with us the first thing you need to do to order your toppers if you're using chris's company is to measure the length from the inside of the roller cap on one side to the inside of the cap on the other Chris will take your measurements and scale them down accordingly. All toppers are 44 inches in width. They are double stitched around the perimeter and you will get new polycord for the track on your coach and the roller track. When you get your new toppers, they will be labeled as to where they go on your rig. We choose to get the new fabric ready before we take the old toppers down. We figured out that if we spray a little bit of silicone on a rag and wipe this with it, that it slides through the fabric a little bit easier. One great thing that Stone Voss does is they provide a string that goes through the casing so we can attach the polycord to the string. So we're basically just going to take electrical tape and hook it on really carefully because you don't want that coming loose in the middle of pulling that polycord through that casing. Um, trust me, I did that and you're not going to enjoy it. So make sure that electrical tape is on very securely and that's what we're going to use to actually pull that uh, polycord through the casing. Okay, we're just going to pull this through. I'm, it's helpful to have two people. I'm going to push on this end and Ron is going to pull through on the other end. And this slides right through that casing. The only time you might have a little trouble is when you get to the very end and you've got the seams. Just take your time and work it through and you will have the polycord through in no time at all. If you have a little trouble pulling that polycord through once it gets to this seam line, just take a Phillips screwdriver and put it in through the end and try to create that space, make it a little bit bigger. 
and make sure that that polycord doesn't get caught up underneath the actual salvage of that seam. Okay, I've managed to get that through. We're gonna be able to pull it right through and keep it, keep your fabric tight as you're pushing that polycord through because if that starts to bunch up, it can make it a little harder to push through. And again, just take your, take your time with the end and make sure you pull that through and you don't get caught in that salvage. Once that's through, we are going to clip off the ends and leave maybe four or five inches on each end and then we'll go ahead and do the other side. We're gonna go ahead and put silicone on the black tubing as well, so that will slide through the casing easier. Okay, same thing on this side. We wanna use that electrical tape and tape that polycord onto this side. And remember, tape it nice and tight so that we don't lose it in the middle of the project. This is the thin black polycord. It goes through pretty easy, but it's not as stiff as the clear one because it's a little bit thinner. So again, still two people, one pulling, one pushing really helps pull that through a lot easier than trying to do it with just one person. Again, try to keep the fabric straight as you're pulling and pushing it through. You don't want that to bunch up. And again, when you get to the end, just make sure that you take your time to pull it through and yay, we got it. We're going to go ahead and leave these a little bit longer. We'll take care of those once we put this onto the roller itself. And the next step is going to be to go up to the coach and take the old roller off of the coach and then we'll come back in and we'll put this on the roller. So the next part of this process is we are going to take the cover off. These are carefree uh, toppers and awnings. So we're going to take the cover off of the topper. And to do that, there's a screw, there's several screws actually in this one. There's three because it's a longer topper. So we're going to take those screws off on the bottom. And we're also going to take the cap, the end cap, which is black. There's a screw there. Now, your mileage may vary depending on which topper you have if it's a carefree or maybe one of the other topper companies this may be a different procedure in order to get the roller off so just keep that in mind this is an 06 this is an early 06 uh, my coach is a little bit different than this actually it has the flip up cover and there's little pins in the end where you have to push the pin in flip the cover up and then you can take the whole cover off so it's a little bit different than what this is so Keep that in mind, but uh, this is just an example of how you get to that roller, because you have to get the roller off in order to put the new material on and get the, of course, the old material off. Right, you may notice that we are working underneath the awning over here which makes this uh, a quite a bit more difficult to get this particular topper off but um, it still has to be done and what we're gonna have to do is we're gonna slide this roller and the material out through the track that's attached to the coach itself and we're gonna have to slide it out underneath this this uh, awning so 
right now we've got to get this cover off and that's the next part of this project. Okay, so we've got all the bolts, screws loosened up. Now we're gonna pull this cover off the top of the roll. And we're gonna walk it down to the ground, hopefully. All right, so next what we're going to do is take out the screw that is holding the uh, old topper into the polycord, and it's in the track on the coach itself. So we've got to remove that on both sides, and then we can slide that old topper out. So the next thing you've got to remember to do when, before you're ready to get the rollers off the mount is you've got to pin the spring. In this case, the spring is on the left-hand side of the roller, and Ron's going to go ahead and pin it, and what we're using is just a little Allen wrench to put in the hole so that we can pin it so the spring does not expand and unwind on us. That way it'll hold the tension. Sometimes it's, it takes a little bit to get it in there and to get it locked, but there he goes. He's got it. Okay, on this particular roller on this coach, the ends come off with a bolt. So I'm going to take that bolt out, which drops it completely loose. And then we're going to swing it up onto the slide itself. Now, the next process we've got to do is we've got to actually slide this out and get the material out with the roller because it's all attached and slide it out the tube forward of the coach in this case. One thing you need to check since you've got this roller off is the mount. The mount that goes onto the side of the slide. There are several uh, bolts here that you can see and you want to make sure that this mount is tight because with wear and tear going down the road, vibration, this will sometimes get loose. and. Mine is fine on the front, but Ron's on the back and his is definitely loose. So he's going to have to tighten that up and that way uh, we make sure that when we put the roller back on, everything is good to go. When you tighten these mounts, you don't want to tighten them too much because you don't want to strip the bolt. So you got to be very careful when you do it. All right, so the next thing we're gonna do here is we're gonna roll the material up onto the tube and try to get it fairly close to the coach, but we gotta be careful of that pin that we've got in here so it doesn't scratch the coach. Okay, now that we got it rolled up, it's fairly tight, we're gonna slide it out. And you gotta be real careful to get it out as even as you possibly can when it comes out the other end. And it helps to have two or three people to do this process. Especially with these long ones. And this is a, a very long slide. Because this is a little bit longer uh, roller, we're going to use a little bit extra bracing here and support in order to hold the end of that roller. 
Okay, as you see, there's a bit of a, an axle-like uh, projection that comes out of one end, the end that's opposite of the spring. And so we're going to put that aside. If You've got to be careful with that particular piece because that piece could fall down into the tube. We've had that happen. Um, your particular awning may not have that piece, but it basically is like a little axle, and we're going to spray that with silicone later on in this project before we put it back up. And one thing you want to remember during this project is when you unwind the old topper, you want to make sure you remember which way it goes on so that when you put the new one on, you'll have it oriented correctly. It's very easy to put that old topper, or the new topper rather, on the wrong way. And to get the old one off, you simply just slide it out of the tube. Now when you put the new topper on, you'll see that the labels are attached, and the labels need to go towards the coach. That goes on the rail that's towards the coach. So what we're going to do now is we're going to put the black end, the polycore that's black, into the roller and we we had made sure we checked the orientation of it so we should be good. We recommend that you actually spray a little bit of silicone into the track on the roller before you insert the topper itself. That'll help it slide a little bit better and be a little easier to push through. And again you just simply pull the new topper through the slot in the tube all the way to the other end. It helps to have two people because one person could guide it through and the other person pulls. It's a pretty straightforward process. Basically you have to make sure that the material is even on both ends about the same distance from the end of the roller and then you cut off the black polycord even with the end of the roller. And you do that on both sides. Alright, so once you've got it in, you've got the cords cut, you're going to roll the topper the correct direction so that you can hook it onto your coach properly. It's, the best way to do that is to make sure that the spring is oriented in the same side where it came off the coach. So in other words, in this case, it came off towards the back of the coach. You're going to make sure the spring is on that side and you'll know that because of the little pin that was put in there to hold the spring. Now, once the, uh, the topper is rolled up, we're going to reverse the process and put it back in the track and back onto the coach. Again, this process works better with at least two people helping. The roller is lifted up even with the track and the coach, and the roller and material is slid back into that track. Keep the roller level with the track to help the fabric slide easier. You must get the material lined up with the set screw holes like the original fabric was. Okay, so the next step, we're going to put the roller tube back into the brackets. Now, in this particular case, with this carefree uh, topper, because of that little axle piece, that little uh, bearing, if you will, on Ron's side, he's got to hold that 
and get these screws started into it before we can, I can put my side on and I'm on the mid part of the coach. And once it gets that started, I can put my piece in. All right, so now I'm going to tighten up my side of the roller, put this, the bolt back in. Now we, we're trying to keep this, this topper tight, as tight as we can while we're doing this procedure. And so I'm gonna tighten it up. Okay, the next thing we're gonna do, because we'd like to make sure there's a bunch of tension on this, uh, we are going to actually pull the slide in about halfway before we pull the pin out for the spring. So when we do that, then we're going to roll up the um, material one more time, get it nice and taut, tighten the screws back up again, and then pull that slide out, and then we should have a little extra spring tension on it. Okay, so we just loosened it up. We brought, brought the slide in about halfway rolled up the topper onto the roller more so it's fairly tight and now we're going to bring the slide back out again and we should um, this is after i pull the pin and that's going to cause the spring to unwind so next what we're going to do is we're going to fasten the new topper <clears throat> to the rail that's on the coach there's a screw on either end and we're going to be putting those screws back in and uh, pulling the the actual topper taunt when we do that, we'll put one screw in and then we'll pull the other side, the opposite side, taunt and put the second screw in. All right, so now that we've got everything secured on the top, we've got the screws in to the channel. We've got the bolts tightened. Uh, we do not have the cover on yet, but we're gonna bring the slide in and then we're gonna bring the slide out and we're gonna check it and make sure everything is working properly. One of the final things we're doing is we're putting the end caps on on both sides. And we found that in this certain configuration for these particular toppers, that it was easier for us to put the end caps on and then to snap the cover over the top of them. So this may, as I say, may not be the same for you, but uh, this is the way that this one seems to work the best way. Um, we also have, like I say on my coach, there's pins that actually go in. The whole uh, end comes out and there's a Allen screw that actually takes the uh, roller out. And this one in particular, we already put in the bolts. This one, just the caps screw into the end and there are no pins for the cover. The cover just sets over the roller. So that's what we're doing next. We got the end caps on and we're gonna do the, the actual cover next. All right, so now we're gonna put the cover on. We're gonna lift it up. And this cover just basically slides over the top of the roller. So I'm going to lift it, put it over the roller, and then it snaps into the end caps. And then basically we put the screws in. There's three screws on this particular cover, and one on either end, and then one in the center. So folks, there you have it. Um, the simple procedure, the simple procedure <laughs> of changing out your slide topper. Um, so, as I mentioned earlier, this is from Stone Voss. If you're interested in getting slide toppers 
for your coach, uh, you can contact uh, Chris over at StoneVoss at www.StoneVoss.com. Also, the number is right below me, so if you want to give him a call, you can do that as well. Um, this only took about an uh, hour and a quarter or so. The first time you do your slide topper, it'll take you a little bit longer, but after you get into it a little bit and you figure out how you're going to do each one, it'll work out pretty quick for you. So don't be intimidated if you want to try this and change out your toppers. And uh, believe me, it'll really help you when the rains come and uh, gives you a lot more protection for your slide toppers. So hang in there with us. We'll be right back in a few moments. We take you on a cruise in the desert. Coming up next. Have you been waiting for prices on LED lighting to come down so you can change out those hot, power-hungry halogen bulbs in your RV? I've got great news. American RVer has G4-style puck light replacements for just $5.95 each, shipping included. Go to the American RVer homepage and click on the RV store link at the top of the page. Then click on the LED link at the store page to order. We now have efficient LED tubes to replace your power-hungry fluorescent lights. Our tubes are a direct replacement, the lowest prices too. Welcome back to American RVer. If you haven't been out to the desert on a quad like a Razor, you're missing some great fun. I had the opportunity to tag along with my friend Ron and his Razor as we headed out on a journey through Ocotillo Wells in California. About one million visitors make their way out to this desert each year. The Razor UTV Club out of San Diego that Ron's a member of met off Route 78 in a parking lot and we embarked on our one half day trek from there. We started out going up the San Felipe Wash and cutting over to the Devil's Slide, the last nub of an ancient mountain. This outcrop was once the site of gold prospecting. Now it's a challenge for quads, ATVs, and motorcyclists trying their hand at conquering the sand hills. Then on to the pumpkin patch, named for the large rocks that reside there that look like various sized pumpkins. The pumpkins are actually a unique geologic feature called concreations. Concreations are found all over the world, but are not all formed the same way. Geologists agree that the key ingredient in these formations is concrete, hence the name. The pumpkin rocks are round from years of wind erosion. They slowly emerge from the sand and are sandblasted into round shapes. The rocks are now exposed and are slowly whittling away. Also at Pumpkin Patch, the California State Park Service had a tent set up with examples of animal and insect life that could be found in the Ocotillo Wells area. One of the rangers showed us bird skulls, beaks, and picture examples of snakes and lizards. It was very informative. We then headed east along Thule Wash to Poline Road and over to gas domes where mud bubbles up to the surface from underground gas formations. This slow bubbling results from the sinking, stretching, and thinning of the Earth's crust in the Sultan Trough, here near the Sultan Sea. Gas is created by molten magma seeking a way to rise to the surface mixed with groundwater. This churns things up like carbonation in a soft drink and creates this thick, muddy brew. A short drive down Campbell Wash to Artesian Well gave us a glimpse of the well water being naturally pumped up and out of a pipe inserted in the ground. It's a popular stopping point. From there we headed west on Chihulov Trail to Hidden Valley Camp where several RVs were parked. 
then back to the parking lot where we started from. The familiar cell tower across the street from the lot is a good landmark you can use when in that area. We had a fun time riding the trails and talking with other folks in the desert who utilize everything from cars to ATVs to motorcycles to explore this interesting region. So if you get a chance, safely venture out into the desert and see the wonders that await. We'll see you next time on American RVer.